I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, you guys, to Safe Space with Kim and Croy. We've had some really great questions from all of you this week. So let's just dive right into it. Yeah. Should you not let your partner go and do things on their own out of simple fear they'll find somebody else? Natalie's mom seems to think so. That's kind of weird, though. I'm going to say no. We transcribed her voicemail because I don't know that we should play her voice. Yeah. She didn't want, she didn't want to be uh, recognizable, right. per se. So here's the voicemail. Hi, Kim and Corey. My name is Natalie, and I'm such a fan of your show and your family. I love the dynamic that you guys have. I've noticed that Corey is always, always with you, and I love that. Me and my fiance are always going everywhere, anywhere, from massages to date night, anything. And we have a four-year-old daughter, and I love it. I see that you and Corey do the same, and I adore you guys as a couple. One thing that I've always done is given my fiance some leeway to go off and do his own thing, but my mom thinks it's a bad idea. She thinks that it's best to keep him always around and not give him time to do other things by himself where he can potentially meet another woman. What are your thoughts on this? I love your show. I love your kids. Everything about your show. Thank you, Natalie. Terrible idea. I think your mom maybe had some issues in the past that made her think this way. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. You can't control anybody, right? I also believe in you'll be where you need to be and with whoever at different points in your life or maybe the same one for your whole life. I believe that you like you cannot control somebody, you cannot make somebody not do something or you can't make somebody do something. Like you're they're their own person. Corey and I are together 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We weren't together for like 5 years during holidays due to the NFL. You know, their schedules like rigorous and crazy. I was filming two shows like so we weren't to- always together. So I think that's why we're always together now. Remember the Housewives of Atlanta when I was when I went back on season ten made fun of me because Croy would pick me up. I would drink wine at these events and Croy would pick me up. Did they want me to call a fucking Uber? I don't know. But they were like, "Ha ha, Croy picks her up." Like, "Ha ha, bitch, where's your husband? Not with you." <laughs> right. So, anyways, the local car wash. Right. I think up. your mom should keep her opinions to herself. I think that you should release that fear that your mom has and not bring it into your own relationship. I think that if your fiance was to go meet somebody else there's really nothing that you can do anyway. So holding them hostage per se is definitely not the answer. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm just going to highlight that and and basically say, look, I would have a conversation with your mom and say, look, you know, thank you for your advice, but here's where I stand and here's where me and my husband stand. And we have a very open and communicative relationship. I trust him. If he wants to be with you all the time, then of course be with each other all the time. You know, like if he, but he's like, Hey, you know, sweetie, I'm going to, I want to go golf with my boys and and just get away for a minute. Say, okay, great. Have, have fun. You know, like have a great day. And that is because like Kim said, you cannot control anybody. The minute that you start to try to control somebody, you're, you're setting up a recipe for disaster. Uh, you're, you're going to start to, uh, erode the relationship. You're going to start to erode the, uh, trust, um, you're going to start to erode a lot of things. I'm going to tell you a story, though. I was seven months pregnant with Ariana and married, and my ex had a like golf 
it's funny that you brought up golf. Otherwise, I would have not thought about this. Huh. But they had like a golf where they take their best clients. He was in sales and they take their best clients golfing with sure. like the office staff or whatever. Yep. So they went golfing somewhat close to the house or whatever. I don't think there was like hours, but I remember it just being like later than what I would have thought that uh-huh. he would have gotten home and I just did not feel right. And I'm very, very psychic. I just did not feel right. And he was a very honest person. And I was like, dude, you seem fucking weird and something just doesn't seem right. Like what the fuck is the deal? It was pretty quiet or whatever. And so time went on or whatever. It's when I smoked my cigarettes. So I was like outside smoking my cigarette. <laughs> I fucking miss my cigarettes. You guys know that I still have cigarettes in my fridge for like the last nine years or something like that. Absolutely In disgusting. case I ever want to smoke a cigarette again. <laughs> I think a, can a cigarette get freezer burned? Brielle was just opening the fridge burned. to all her friends this past weekend. Like, do you know my mom's a lunatic? She carries these from like house to house and like has kept them in the freezer. But anyways. We I was should at, go at least buy you a new pack and swatch no, them out. No, it's like mental. It's mental. I don't know. What the hell it is i feel like i haven't smoked because i know they're there once they're know, gone i'm gonna start fucking no, smoking I'm just, again i'm gonna put a new pack in there in case you someday want to pull one out so i was outside smoking my cigarette and he came out and he was like well i fucked up today one i did a drug and he's 30 years old and never done a drug in his life and two i fucked around with this girl she was like super aggressive it was the secretary at the office she was super aggressive okay so did she assault him by being that aggressive? He just said she was like being aggressive or whatever. Yeah. And he, because he did do cocaine and just to be honest, and he's never done a drug in his life at 30. Right. His family has a very bad history of right. drugs. So he never like touched it. Right. So he just was like, Dude, I'm like, I was like, not even, it's the weirdest thing ever. I've never, you know, obviously, you know, right. I've never done cocaine or whatever. But so can a girl assault a I guy? I think that she was pretty aggressive because yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this um, about a, about a week and a half prior, there was a company party at my girlfriend's house. She owned the company. She wasn't my friend at the time. We became friends after all this happened. But, um, and this same girl, we had like name tags on. And so it said my name and his name. And then this girl, the secretary, like uh, his tag was like lifting off his shirt or sure. whatever. Yeah, it was, like, peeling and off. she like pushed it down or whatever. Yeah. And, and my girlfriend, her husband owned the company was like, really bitch? And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And so, but maybe like, she was already trying shit because sure. it was right in front of me, but I was sure. like seven months pregnant, you know? Yeah. So at that point in time, it was over. I I just know myself. I know, first of all, I don't want to deal with drugs. And he rehab. actually- Life of rehab. He and, actually, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He actually, yeah. we haven't seen or spoken 18 plus years. Yeah. He's had a life of crime, crack, yeah. Yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. All from that, not from that one. I mean, he has, that's he made the choice, though. but that's yeah. where it started. Yep. He ended up having a child with this person and then left her as well. Yep. Um, and my point with all of this and sharing all of this with you guys is I was the only divorced person in my family. Like my brother's been with his uh, wife since they were 15 and 13. My parents have been married like 45 years or something crazy. Everybody's still married, you know, like, so when I called my parents to tell them what happened, they were like, I said, I just, I want out, I'm done. And my dad was like, okay, well, that, we'll make it happen. And I was very surprised because I thought they were going to be like, you know, sure. this is not what we do. We were right. Italian Catholic and this is, yeah. you know. So yeah. it was very tough, seven months pregnant. And we had just bought the house in January. And so he just started making like decent money after not making very much money for a couple of years and me working all the time. And so it was very trying. But I will tell you that that kind of made me for a period of time feel I've known I knew this person for many 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 years and it, it makes you kind of feel like oh my god like because I feel like we were I mean I guess he worked during the day all the time so we weren't 
like together from till probably five thirty right. every well, day. You did so, have, you had no technology back then either. I'm right. talking like cell phones right. or tracking or you know, like you didn't I have got my that. first cell phone at twenty two, so I definitely have one then. Well, I, but yeah, I feel like But like not not <laughs> like for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 you know, right. Texting wasn't even a thing. Right. Smartphones, right, social right, media, right. Instagram, all, right. all you didn't have any right, of that technology. Right, right, right. So, you know, I think that your mom is saying that for the reason I just gave you. But I will tell you this and follow it up with this. It was the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my life. So at the time, and for probably a year afterwards, I would have told you, no, like this is tough. This whole thing, I had a baby with my mom in the delivery room. I, you know, it was definitely not easy. It was the best thing that happened to me. So it taught me a couple things. And, and the biggest lesson that I pulled and learned from that was I'm exactly where I need to be where I'm at right now, this moment. Like you will end up wherever you need to be one way or another. I should have probably left that relationship prior to that, to be honest. But I bet you, you can't force stuff either. Right. I bet had you left prior, you might've gone back and forth and back. It might've been a much different yeah, separation drugs, like, or, or like whatever. Drugs. Right. I've never done a drug in my life. You guys. That was like a boom. It's done. Like it's finite. It's yeah. over. It's, it was like, well, what? not for him. No, I'm so saying it was for like you. a big, it was a problem for a period of time. And I just was like, no, like I just can't get it out of my head. And that's the problem with, I think my mind is I think and think and think and think and think. And I've been told that by every acupuncturist and doctor. And I just think and think and think my brain's always thinking. And, but again, I go back to the best thing that ever happened to me. Like I couldn't be more grateful. I ended up working two jobs. You know, I went back to work. Ariana was just a four, you know, four weeks old. Um, I didn't even let my body recover from recover from the delivery. Um, he kicked me off his medical insurance. I was on state Medicaid when I delivered Ariana, which is funny because Dr. Hood, who delivered our four little ones, um, also delivered Ariana. I was telling him that I'm going through a divorce and I was devastated and so upset. And he's like, you're going to get through this. I promise you we're going to get through this. Like, and I couldn't really eat my, you know, like when you're upset, I'm one of these people that can't eat. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I just, doctor, I can't eat. He's like, well, let's drink some Ensure. Like, let's try to do our best. And uh, he was so good to me and so nice to me. And I was like, I'm on state Medicaid now. Like, I, I don't, he's like, it's gonna, that's fine. That's totally fine. I accept that insurance. Anyway, don't worry. We're going to figure it out. Regardless. Like, he was so nice to me that when we found out we were pregnant with KJ, his office was my first call. Yeah. And he delivered five out of my six. And yep. actually, Kane is named after him, Kane Wren. So anyways, this was a long little blurb, but I think regardless, Circling let your husband your... do whatever he wants to do because you know what? Like you can't control somebody. They're going to no. do what they want to do. No. And, and, and he should experience his life and you should experience your life. And those two lives, they come together in a marriage. I don't and... even know why he's saying this. Cause this doesn't happen here. No, um, but I'm just saying that, you know, so people who, people who aren't maybe like us or, or well, we work together things. now of course, too. So yeah. we work together, um, which I think, and have a desire to maybe go out with the boys or, or do those things. Croy came he... to the nail salon with me and Sean. Yeah. She's like, Croy's coming, right? I'm like, yep, he's coming. And so but he worked, but so. so, so, but when they, when they want to do their own thing, or even if you want to go do your own thing, that's totally fine. It's your life. You should live your life and you should want to live your life to the, to the best and fullest. Do what makes you happy. Uh, de-stress how you need to de-stress, do those different things within the confines and the boundaries that you set up as you, as your relationship. But what's really cool is that you then can share those experiences with your partner when you come home and tell them all about it. And say it was so exciting, or I hit my I hit a hole in one, or I got I hit under uh, par on on what you know, and and you you share that experience, and then and then you reconnect with your partner, 
and it just builds a stronger relationship. It builds uh, great boundaries. It builds great trust. It's just, it's a fantastic way. So never try to control somebody because you're only going to stress yourself out and erode the marriage over time. I agree with that. All right. This one, I think a lot of people can relate to, especially during this last year of being in a pandemic. I'm so tired of this pandemic. Like it can just go, it can, we can bury it 13 feet down, like toxic work environments and difficult people. When is enough enough? Uh, we have an anonymous message. They did not want to be known. Uh, so here we go. Hey, Kim and Corey, I'm hoping you're able to give me some advice. I'm currently in an outside sales rep position. One of the largest accounts that I have complains nonstop. I mean, literally about everything. I really try to be empathetic and listen, but it's literally two to three hours of going around the hamster wheel of the same issues. I'm a very solution-oriented person, so I was coming up with solutions for them, but it seems like they just don't care. They ignore suggestions, and they just want to complain and complain and complain and be difficult. I'm honest at the point where I don't know if I can continue to do business with these people because they complain so much. Obviously, I want to continue to grow my business, but I don't know where to draw the line in terms of all the complaining. I know everybody's under stress. It's a stressful time, but it seems like anything I do, whether it's empathetic, short with them, or whatever route I take, it's not helping. How do you handle very negative people and a toxic work environment? Is it better to just walk away or try to work through it? When is enough enough? Well, got a couple questions there, so let's handle the well, first one. What's so crazy to me? It's the largest. Okay, so I'm currently in an outside sales. One of the largest accounts that I that I have complains nonstop. So, like a large account, a successful person, all they do is complain. Yeah, I highly doubt they'll be successful for much longer. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's weird what you're saying. Is what? Why are you complaining? Yeah, like uh, we're a very solution oriented couple too. Like, there's no. If you're sitting here complaining then something's not getting achieved that could be getting achieved. Like we just, if we encounter a problem, we find a solution and we, we move on. So, um, and that's with all of our businesses. Sometimes I'm a little indecisive, be honest. But no, you can't but be. But I, you know, because I am a perfectionist with things, I just like, okay, wait, this or this, this or that. You know, like I do, I can be a little bit indecisive, but definitely want a solution so I can move on. Yeah. So first question, how do you handle very negative people and a toxic work environment? Well, I fucking leave it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't think I cannot do it. It's probably, again, this is about going back to like maybe a sign. Yeah. Like I can't be, I've been around negative people. They literally, I'll be in a great mood. They come into my house, dump their shit in my house, their negativity, their attitude. They don't even have to fucking say anything. They just carry it around with them and they leave and they're happy because they sucked my energy out and now I'm pissed off. Right. So that's how it works. Yeah. So I can't be around those people. Yeah. If you're in you a position. You can wear a third eye, like necklace or bracelet mm-hmm. to block the energy from affecting you. But go ahead. Yeah. No, if you're in a position of, of leadership where you can direct or um, group the team below you, then your first goal should be to promote a positive work environment, promote uh, kind of the job uh credentials or, or, you know, the job environment and, and say, here, here's how we do things here. You know, positive attitude, these things come, there's no, no complaining rule. If you have an issue, uh, let's, we're, we're, we're solution based. We're not, we don't complain and just be disgruntled. We communicate all those things. You can set that up. Um, if you're not, then I would take it to your team leader and say, Hey, look, we have an issue. Things down here are not as smooth as, as maybe you think they are. Can we find some solutions to either, help this person out or separate ourselves from them because that's if somebody is not helping the company get to their highest and best, all they're doing is pulling you down. And that is not what you 
what to do because you want to get better. Is it better to just walk away or try to work through it? Well, I kind of answered that already too. Again, I, w- I would suggest trying to work through it, uh, especially if they're a good worker uh, or if they if they're well, I would think if, if they're they are like complaining, I would I would turn it into a positive. You know, yeah. I would turn it into a positive. Like it's rain, it's pouring slow. rain outside. It's pouring rain outside. I just can't fucking believe it. I hate the rain. It's like, well, you know what? The grass is getting watered and the flowers are too. And come up with something positive. It's romantic. Maybe we can fucking watch a movie together, buddy. Like I don't know. Like just whatever. No, no we're not. <laughs> whatever. No. Well, maybe. Well, so let's just maybe like they're complaining about shipping times. Like shipping is taking two to three days. That's a very and good you analogy. Say, yeah. No. Well, you could say, uh, well, maybe that's out of our control, or or uh, you know, communicate things. But again, communication is key. Communicate that. Hey, look. Uh, w- the way you guys are handling business is not how we handle business. Um, and so we want to, we want to find some common ground here. So here's my suggestions for change. Here's my suggestions of maybe not so much complaining. Let's find some results. Let's listen to my feedback. I'll listen to yours kind of deal. Uh, no, she's sick of listening to theirs. That's what she's saying. No, they're not giving feedback. To everybody. <laughs> That's go, their feedback. It's fucking negative. I wouldn't but... let him get a word in edgewise. I'd just be like, you know what? It's a great day outside. So fucking beautiful. How's your day? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I would just go on yeah. and on and on. Well, yeah. And, and so, it's like, it gets exhausting, and I'm sure your energy is affected by it, and I'm sure... You know that it's like it's like dreadful. Like, oh my yeah. god! I mean, trust me, I have been in situations. I had a relationship with somebody, a female. Okay, first of all, not like that kind of relationship, folks, but a business a work relationship. relationship. Yes, super talented person. Everything you know, just a lot of fun. Just we really connected, and things just got like crazy. Things were confusing. Things weren't being done like I thought that things were being done that I didn't think were being done. And there was, I mean, it was just so chaotic. It consumed 18 hours of my day for months. And then I just realized that I am fucking drained. I can't do this like this anymore. I ended the relationship. Right. I'm sad because she was very talented, very talented. And I actually really like her as a person. Yeah. I just have six kids many companies like a lot going on to where i can't devote and i cause some of it myself too right of like course. you know i would all my little voice notes back and forth and like it was fun for so long and then i don't know it is tough i you know i right. did end the relationship and i don't necessarily know that it's ended forever i just think at the time i needed a break right so, so, and I'll highlight that by saying, you know, being an entrepreneur or just even doing your job, whether whether it's a nine to five or, or a sales rep or anything like that relating to this wonderful person's email, that can be very stressful at times, right? Like there are, there are times where it's, it's high stress, deadlines need to be met, things need to, production's got to be made, shipping, you know, all those different things. And so when you step back big picture and you say, is this person adding to the stress or are they right. relieving the stress if they're adding to the stress then they're definitely hindering the growth and they're hindering the smoothness and and manifestation of the company and then if you step back even farther and you say well, okay is this is this person costing us money are they costing us time are they costing us resources are they what is this person costing us and and really the enough is enough comes when when the negatives and what it costs you is far outweighing what your 
receiving grossing or netting from this person um and that's where you gotta you gotta cut it off because if you don't it, it could i mean they could pull your company down they could yep. they could put you under uh before you know it there you, was a lot of financial stuff the mistakes that were made on that part thank god it wasn't like crazy crazy but it was enough right like I said, like I think about her a lot because she is so talented and um, we just really jived so well together on the creative yeah. side. But everything else at the time, it was just too chaotic. Yeah. And maybe this whole fucking COVID thing that I'm so over it probably impacted, I think, all of our mental states. Like, Oh, for sure. You know, and for so sure. who knows in the future? I don't I don't count anybody out in the future and who knows if our past will ever meet again. But I definitely had to make the decision to, you know what, this is not working. Again, step back. And I haven't really found anybody to replace her. Take that. Which is another reason why I'm fucking not cutting right. her out. But. Take that big picture look and just, and just say, you know, if a person is not you know not enough can be said about a non-stressful work environment and when when things are non-stressful and they're on the positive spectrum of things and that's happy upbeat exciting creative uh solution based all of that is is heading in the right direction to get you to your ultimate goal and and where you want to be with your company even if they're not costing you per se monetarily or resources or anything at the moment they are costing you uh, you can't put a price on your piece. Frictionless. You, you right. cannot put a price on your piece. Yep. I always say, like, get rid of people that rob you of your piece. Yep. You can't put a price on that. And it goes back to this lady, too, where her mom's saying, like, don't let your husband go anywhere. If you feel like you don't have peace, if he's to leave the house, mm-hmm. if you don't have that peace, then you should probably reevaluate where you're at yeah. in your life. I yeah. think anybody that robs you of your peace is not worth being around. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, Mm -hmm. but life is so fucking short. It really is. So anyways, you guys, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at houseofkim at kimzolsiak.com or you can leave us a voicemail or a text at 323-213-8100. Thanks, you guys, for tuning into this episode of Safe Space. Stay safe, everyone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.